Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, and welcome to yet another Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Ask an Engineer. It's me, Lady Ada, here at the Adafruit Factory in downtown Manhattan. To where you all our design and testing and shipping of the goodies that you know and love to build your projects with. I'm joined now with Mr. Lady Ada on camera control, keeping the chat going. An exciting show for you tonight with all sorts of news and new products coming soon, and maybe it's not out yet. I uh, can't wait to get to all of them. Mr. Lady, I want to tell them what's on tonight's show. On tonight's show, the code is Metachrome. 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up till 1159 p.m. Eastern Time. Look how it now matches the background. That's, That's right. good. Monochrome is monochrome. Monochrome. Get 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up till 1159. Everything except for Adabox and gift certificates. Should tell people around the world showing and sharing their projects had some great projects and more. Lady Ada will talk about those. Some news in the world of Python on Harbor. Pack the mailbag, we'll stop by and read your letters and more. Time travel, look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, engineers, and we'll also talk about some upcoming events and some stuff from our jobs board. Where you can post your job if you're looking for uh, a cool maker to join your company. Go to jobs.adafruit.com or if you have skills, post up on jobs.adafruit.com. 3D printing, Noah and Pedro have a cool video and also a sped up video. We're going to show both of those. Some made New York City factory footage. Going over those. Got some new products. We'll answer your questions at the end of the show. We do that over on Discord where you can join all 11,000 humans. 24 7 hackerspace is what we like to call it. And we also have some top secret. We'll give away something. All that and more on, you guessed it, Ask an Engineer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you got that code from before. It's monochrome. Um, and we have some giveaways. We're running out of pins, so here's running the low. pins that we still have. We still have some pins. But for $99 or more, you get a free half-size Promo Proto uh, PCB. Looks just like a half-size solid breadboard. Take your project off your solid breadboard and make it Promo Proto um, on this lovely uh, gold-plated PCB. One Friday item, 49 or more, you get a free uh, Sparky the Blue Smoke Monster pin. It's the last pin we have, and we're running low on them. So if you want one of these free with your order, please order now, because I think by tomorrow we'll definitely be out. Um, 199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. That's high-quality ground shipping in the Continental 48 and lower 48 states. Uh, it's trackable. It's insured. It'll get there where it says it's going to get there. And we have uh, 299 or more, a free Circuit Playground Express our all-in-one beginner, expert, intermediate developer board. You can use it with Arduino, MakeCode, MakerBlocks, CircuitPython, uh, Golang, uh, whatever you want. Comes with all sorts of sensors and buttons and LEDs, so it's a great way to get started. We have like hundreds of guys. Some even asked today, like, how am I going to get some third and fourth graders started with learning electronics? He said, check out our Circuit Playground Express guides, and they're like, oh my goodness, you're right. These are great. Um, we have so many ways to build projects, no soldering required, and that's free with your order of 29 or more. At each level, you get all the free stuff from before. So lots of free. Okay. First shipping options in the U.S., UPS, ground, best way to do it. Postal, if you're willing to wait a little bit longer, and DHL International is the way to go. Um, in New York City, if you check out before 11 a.m. and your zip code is one of the ones that is supported here in Manhattan, we could do a same-day delivery. All right, show and tell. People around the world, show and sharing their projects. Correct. We had all sorts of people. Yeah, we had on. some cool stuff on the show and tell. We had some people coming by from Adafruit, starting off with JP, 
who showed off tomorrow's project, he's going to be doing um, a series of Pi Portal image display projects, starting with NASA photo of the day. These are cool photos um, of NASA engineers and spaceships and space. Uh, and every day they publish one photo. So you can have your Pi Portal show off one photo per day. And uh, he'll be doing more photo projects as well. Aaron um, showed off a Steven Universe gem, how to make a Steven Universe shirt so you can look like Steven um, with like the gold star on the red shirt. And also um, a belly button gem made of Circuit Playground Express with some hot glue molded on top. And um, when you yell, so you're excited, uh, the gem lights up. Now Pedro made a really cute e-ink stand for our e-ink feather wings. We're gonna even show off one of these feather wings today. Um, and uh, they also did a live demo showing how to update the image by dragging over a BMP. Scott had a MIDI keyboard uh, connected through a MIDI DIN 5 to uh, 3.5 millimeter to another 3.5 millimeter to his uh, SAM 51 Game Boy cartridge. So basically when he plays notes on his MIDI keyboard, it sends us MIDI commands to the SAM D51 on the MIDI cart, on the Game Boy cart, and it plays through the Game Boy synthesizer. So it's like, it's through the speaker itself. So it's very chip tuney. Um, but you can use like a normal MIDI keyboard. Um, Mike B has started on making a sliding tile game for his Pi Portal. Uh, so those games where it's like you have like 16 tiles and you like press them or slide them and then you have to get them in order. Um, that's all we had when we were kids. Like we didn't have video games. We just had sli sliding tile games. And those like um, marble toys where you like tilt the marble, do the marble run. Um, Katni uh, shut off her first board. It's the Vemel 7700. Went in the store last week and she finally got one. It has her name uh, written in gold uh, mask on the back and it's so exciting. Uh, look out for more hard work from Katni. And then from the community, we had TG Techie come by. Uh, and he's worked on a touch keyboard for the Pi Portal, but it can also work with any uh, SAMD51 or M4 board. Uh, Multi-language is coming right now to US, but you can tap to enter keys onto uh, you know, a text zone or something, and uh, it's going to have Spanish support and maybe Klingon as well. And um, Matt is, uh, made a project for the Cape Cod Maker Fair. It looks like it's a Raspberry Pi with a display and connected to a VT220 terminal. And you go in front of it, and when you press a button, it turns on these like really old table lamps to light you up. It takes a photo, converts it to ASCII text, displays it on the VT220, and then will print it on a thermal printer or on a normal printer, all in ASCII. So um, if you love uh, ASCII art uh, and you're around Cape Cod, go check that out. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, and finally, Matt, uh, sorry, Joey showed up for his first uh, show and tell, and he's been working on the really interesting multi-language font support for Arduino using this two megabyte file, which is like a font pack, but it has like every character for like, you know, pretty much the top, I guess, 100 most popular font systems. Um, it's not, it's like a UTF-8 sort of system, but like for Arduino, which doesn't have native um, Unicode support. So, uh, really interesting, um, you know, like really beautiful rendered font, and he had it rendered on e-ink displays, um, on a TFT display, a sharp memory display, so it looks like it can work with any of our displays that uses Adafruit GFX. And that's what we had on Show & Tell. Okay, all participants on the Show & Tell get an SE on Show & Tell sticker, email support at adafruit.com if you're a kid, have your parents do that, um, or whoever uh, is keeping an eye on you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Part of our Adafruit live series of shows, 
Uh, JP is back, and um, he's going to be uh, some programming note from us. So next week at this time, we is, will not be here. Physically. Is the well, we're going to do show and tell, but then um, and we're going to be behind the scenes from eight to nine because JP is going to be doing the eight a box unboxing uh, tomorrow. JP has a show, however. Yeah. And um, he also is back. That means uh, make code minute, and we're going to play last week's make code minute right now. Okay. Make it away. What I've created here in Make Code is an interval timer. Uh, so this is useful for anything where you want to have a countdown timer where you can set the number of intervals in a preset number of seconds per interval. So in this case, it's something I use for uh, different types of exercise. So if you're doing, let's say, planks or dead hangs or something where you want to count off uh, 30 seconds, something like that. Uh, what I've set up is the system where I can add each interval of five seconds that I want. And then when I press both buttons together in the simulator, this is going to be A plus B. It's going to count off five seconds. And then with each five second, it drops the LED to green for that five second set. Uh, we've got five more seconds. And then when it reaches the end, it's going to ding. I don't know if you'll hear that, but in my OnStart block, I'm setting the brightness and I'm setting all the pixels to yellow. And then I'm setting a couple of variables. I've got count, which is set to negative one and interval, which is set to five. Then I'm gonna set in this forever loop, the uh, little indicator LED is just blinking once per second. What I do when I press the A button, I'm gonna subtract one from that variable called count and I'm gonna set the pixel at that current number to yellow. When I press the B button, I'm going to interval up and that's where we see how many seconds or intervals I'm setting. Uh, and then when I press A and B together, click those. First, we're gonna call this function called beeps and that sets our little beep, beep, beep timer. Uh, then we're going to run through this counter in one second increments. So we're counting down a second at a time and then heading back through the number of pixels that we had set originally until we reach zero. So let me show you this on my actual Circuit Playground Express. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna add two intervals to it, so that's gonna be 10 seconds. Now when I press both of these buttons together, so that's it, where it starts. And now I can keep an eye on this if you're doing something like holding a plank position or a dead hang or something like that, like I said. Um, you can watch the little uh, red LED blinking so that you can kind of count it down and there you hear it beeps when it's time to finish. Now this doesn't just have to be used for exercise, like I said, uh, anywhere where you could want an interval timer, this is a pretty fun and flexible way to build one using the Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code. Okay, so don't forget, JP show tomorrow, next week unboxing eight to nine. We're still doing show until next week. Yep. So uh, let's do some uh, Python on hardware. Yes, it's time for Blinka. There's a lot of stuff going on. And Python and hardware, sing a lot today. Okay, Code Plus community. Today, uh, we joined an another community. Which community? Well, it was the Hack Day community. Oh, yeah, because we did the Hack Chat today. Yeah, so we did Hack Chat, Python, and the Internet of Things. Um, Dan, Katni, and Scott, and... You and myself. It was a jam-packed. Yeah. And David Stell showed up David when we, when we mentioned Circuit Scheme. Yeah. When you say it three times, he just comes out. Bop, bop. <laughs> and uh, we talked about, uh, it was about Internet of Things, and a lot of people just had questions about Circuit uh, Python. So we answered a bunch of those, and we did a live broadcast behind the scenes so you could see what we were doing. 
and we talked about things like this is a project that I made. It's a little countdown clock to the talk about Internet of Things in Python. And at the end, we gave away five um, year passes to Adafruit.io. And I'll talk about some Adafruit.io stuff uh, towards the end of this show. But um, this is kind of neat. Alex, uh, the CTO at, at Hackaday, did this poster. I uh, can't wait to. I said, hey, when I saw this poster, I'm like, hey, like, you should do a poster book. I saw this cool Atari book where you, you can pull out the posters. And they're almost up to 100 hack chats, so I think they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, next show that I do, I'll, they announced the Hackaday Prize. Um, I'll, uh, I'll talk about that when I get all the information. They just announced it today. So anyways, that's what we did earlier today. Um, and if you want to, you can go to the hackaday.io logs for that. You can relive the fun, and you can also look at the video that's on YouTube and see how we run this stuff behind the scenes. Big news, uh, more big news. So a while back, uh, we didn't know about this until people told us, TI is using CircuitPython on their calculators. But not only that, they have this little add-on device that's basically kind of like a trinket. And the cool thing is people are like, you know what, I have Adafruit hardware, maybe I can use that TI version of CircuitPython and just flash my Circuit Playground or a trinket. And the answer is yes. Yeah, it just looks like the VAD, a PAD, but then you can plug in any CircuitPython board and it becomes like an old CircuitPython REPL, yeah. which is adorable. And so if you're, if you're keeping score out there, there's the Casio calculator that uses MicroPython. There's NumWorks. There's NumWorks, which uses MicroPython. There's the TI-83 um, that uses CircuitPython. So it's a Python world, and um, I'm glad that we don't have to worry about putting it on a calculator because someone else did. Yay, open source. Yeah. So um, we'll try to find out more. It's only in France right now. France has a really good program for programming, and so they're learning lots of math in the um, national program languages, Python. So that's why they're getting this stuff first, which is always weird to see, like, Texas Instruments having stuff that's only available in France. Like, what happened? Uh, cool. I live, cool. I live in the U.S. I know where Texas is. Anyhow, True. Um, we're still working on Circuit Python uh, 4. Look um, to Beta 6. Beta 6. We're almost up to release candidate. Very exciting. So that's going to be coming out soon. Um, we have a lot of Pi portals out, and I grabbed this tweet because we work really hard on stuff, and this person, Dan Jackson, summed it up better than we ever could. Adafruit Pi Portal is super fascinating. It mounts to the USB drive, edits the code, and when you save the file, it auto-reboots and runs it. Control-C at the serial console drops directly into the Python REPL. That's a better dev environment than I have for most of my professional career. Yes, thank you, Dan. That's exactly what we've been trying Dan. to do. This is, this is us saying, wouldn't it be great if it did all this? Well, we have that now. Dan J knows where it's at. Yeah, so thank you for sending that, because often people kind of sum up things better than we ever could. Um, here's this some projects. Cool project. this, yeah, this one's from... Um, Scott Hasselman. Scott Hanselman, who, who has type 1 diabetes, and so he tracks... I guess he has a wireless uh, blood sugar tracker, and he has it appear on like, his computer and stuff, but he wanted to make a little display that all it showed him was, how's his blood sugar doing? Is it going up? Is it going down? Like maybe just a simple color. This is kind of reminds me of the ambient display stuff that we yeah. saw like 10 years ago. So he has his own server that, you know, he doesn't have, it's not public, it's a private server he runs that um, he uploads his data to to log it. And then he made his Pi Portal uh, connect to the server, download the latest data, and then update text and graphics with a little arrow um, using the, the font that has an arrow in, I guess. And um, it displays his current blood sugar. Yeah. 
he said he uses a Dexcom CGM, a continuous glucose meter, to manage his type 1 diabetes. He, the feed um, goes uh, up every five minutes into an instance of Night Scout open source software hosted on Azure, and then it gives him a REST API to his own body. And then so cool. he uses this pie portal as a glanceable display so he can manage his uh, blood sugar quickly and easily. I was like, so, slash proc, slash blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's a great use of Pi Portal. Um, here's another great use. These are all ones that people have uh, shared and sent in. Um, this is from IBM Roanoke, and they have their jobs. And if it's, this is probably a JSON file or format. Mm -hmm. And uh, application developer full stack summer internship um, at their location. You click next, and it shows next time. This is a, I think it's called a Santa, and it's a, um, like... It's a tag, it's a ticket system. Yeah, it's a ticket system. It's like Pivotal or Jira. Um, there's, a lot, there's lots of these to tell people what to do. And uh, <laughs> there is. And uh, this, uh, this displays it. This is another one where they got the data from it. Showed it on Pi Portal. Um, another one that I thought was kind of neat, since everyone's going crazy over the Avengers Endgame, um, someone made a, a great uh, poster series, and it just plays the different posters. Um, this is technically our first sports one. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is Splatoon. And it's like the leaderboard and the different battles that are coming out. This is out. totally sports ball. Yeah. Um, TG Techie showed this off on Show and Tell, but I also wanted to uh, mention this. It's really cool UI work for a, a, a keyboard. Um, and you can check that on our site and also in the newsletter. Um, Flit City DIY um, showed off her favorite chip and then also showed porting Arduino code to. Mm. Circuit Python. How do I get your own driver? Yeah. How oh, she puts in the bundle? Um, lots of reviews are coming out for the um, new NVIDIA Jetson. And uh, the thing that uh, Arduino Authority called out specifically is one of the key features is uh, this GPIO stuff that you can do. And what is on Jetson? Well, the Jetson Nano also has a set of GPIO pins, and it's good news as they are Raspberry Pi compatible. The initial support is Adafruit Blinka, Python 3 library, and user land controller pins. So it is there for you to start doing stuff. Some events that are coming up. Um, Pi Ladies is in Dublin, April 16th. They have a MicroPython chat. PyCon, that's a big thing that uh, Ooh, we'll we're doing there. this year. So I think there's like six Adafruit people. Um, DigiKey and Adafruit teamed up Everyone at PyCon, like all 4,000 people, are getting a special edition DigiKey Circuit Playground Express Python-powered Circuit Playground. Um, Dan, Ketney, and Scott are going to be out there. And another thing about PyCon this year is there's open spaces. So on the afternoons of May 3rd, May 4th, and May 5th, explore your new Circuit Playground Express using Circuit Python. Hosts are Ketney, Dan, Scott, Melissa, Brian, and Brent. So that's all stuff that's going out. Um, to uh, PyCon, the devices, and our team will be there as well. Um, Everybody we, gets a free Scott. Yeah, <laughs> we had other. Um, we had other. Uh, Who is this? Yeah, we had other Python news. This is a cool uh, new library that someone's working on. We just want to make it easy to do uh, graphics like this. This is kind of nice. Python, yeah. And then um, some other stuff that we're working on. So circuitpython.org is almost. It's almost done. You've been wanna, cranking on it. Well, it, it's almost done as far as like. It, the most useful resource. So, yeah, I, I guess one. I'll I'll, uh, I'll just switch to us for a second. Okay. So let's you, talk about software downloads. Well, so if you go to circuitpython.org/downloads, yeah. you can see all the Circuit Python powered devices. Yeah. And uh, when we all worked on this, one of the things that we looked at was how everyone else does firmware downloads. Yeah. And we determined it was all terrible. 
And, Correct. And one of the stories, I was looking for firmware for something the other day. I think it was like a router. I was like, oh, I'll just update this router. Cameras thing. are like router, oh, yeah. And, and you go, and it's like, first select a like language. Like your mouse. First select a language, and then there's a pull down, and then you hit the pull down, and then like a gigabyte of like file comes down in the background. Your browser starts freaking, but in like maybe okay now you're scrolling, now you're scrolling, and then and your mouse moves one if, if pixel do right, to the right, and then as soon as you get one, and then it opens up another one, and another yeah. one, another one, and then and then it does a pop up, and so you have to agree to these terms, yeah, and then, and then it says cookies, and then it says now enter your email address, and we'll send you a link to it, and and then if you're like you know what I'm, I'm not going to do this, I'll just I'll just I'll just do a Google search for it, and then it takes you to some shady Spammy. site called like downloads.com or something. It's like downloadmalware.com. Yeah. yeah. So, so we did do something really nice. So um, we're getting we're getting closer. Um, you know, take a look, do some pull requests. Um, we got most of the text in, most of the images. Still have some odds and ends to do, but goal is to get it done by uh, PyCon. Um, there's a few more days. This is one of the boards that showed up on there. This is uh, UChip, or I guess you could just say microchip. Um, this is a really tiny version of like an Arduino Zero, but it works with CircuitPython. So that's one of the boards that's in there. And they were able to put text in, and we have the board. You can download the um, firmware for it. And every time we do a new build, it stays current. Other boards we added this week, um, Meow Meow. Meow Meow. I call it Meowy Meowy. Meowy Meowy. <laughs> and I will always call it Meowy Meowy. We can't help it. Because that's just what I'm going to do. And uh, we also have the CatWan USB stick. So we added a bunch of other boards, but that was... Uh, that was there. Um, help wanted this week's going to be a little different. So normally I'm like, oh, here's a job on the jobs board. Here's um, uh, skills that people posted. However, um, awesome Circuit Python, the newsletter every single week, the CircuitPython.org site. Yeah. We could always use your help. We're keeping up with everything that's going on, but it's getting tougher and tougher because there's so much going on. So if you uh, go to CircuitPython.org, we just added awesome up there. Click that, and you can see like the latest and greatest. We have um, a lot of opportunities for folks. If, if you like collecting and categorizing things. If you like knowing, do you want to like organize things and put yeah. them into categories and tag them and just be like, it's so perfect? Yeah. Um, and we have, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of Python on hardware. So now, now, it's actually getting to the point where you and I can't keep track of all of it. Can't keep track of it. So um, if you want to help out, it's in the awesome list. And then last up, um, because, you know, I don't have enough stuff to do. I've been researching the birthday of MicroPython. Okay. I will, I will find this out. So here's the current, this is the slide from Damien who made MicroPython. I think I'm going to say it's April 30th, 2013, because that's when he said start. And okay. when, when the creator of something says start, that's when it started. Okay. Kind of, so it might be coming up on, you know, six years soon. Yeah, and then by the end of that year. Yeah, got a, got a flash in LED in September. Yeah. November, yeah. In October, Ripple. USB, and then made a video, and then Kickstarter, and then yeah. officially shipped everything out within a year and a half. Yeah, but I don't think the Kickstarter officially finished 2015. No, no, because that's like everybody, like the last person got the replacement yeah, but order. Even I if think it, April 30th is a good one. Even if it is, I'm just going to say like April 30th, like people can argue. It's good. People can argue on the it's internet springtime. and make fake accounts about who they're arguing with um, all they want, but... I think this is the way. I think this is the way I'm going to go. Okay. So I think I think it's going to be Happy Birthday, MicroPython, April thirtieth. Okay. Until we old. find that's the official start. Until until a bunch of sock puppet accounts tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. Check your email. All right. That's Python on hardware. Thanks everybody. Blink a blink a blink a blink a blink a time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pack and mailbag. We read these letters to the entire company every single week. Adafruit. 
And uh, Lady Ada, why don't you read this one? Okay. Hi there. I just wanted to let you know about a pretty cool experience I had. I recently began supporting a local Girls Who Code club, and while speaking to the person writing it, she told me the kids in their second year were starting to get interested in interfacing the programs they wrote to hardware. Ooh, I like that. The kids are at several different experience comfort levels, mostly using Scratch. Taking that information, I did some research into what might be a useful starting point with the most dangerous place for my wallet and read up on the Circuit Playground Express. Seemed like a good fit. Lots of onboard hardware to interface with, multiple languages including options similar, similar to Scratch users, and the teacher agreed. So I started them off with a few educator packs. I'm pleased to say they were a big hit. The first evening they had a shot at the boards, they had a lot of fun, and I know this was important for me in my early days, a lot of positive reinforcement. If you check your records, you'll see I recently ordered a bunch more, just the boards this time, because the six we got to try out really aren't enough. And so in short summary, that's a winner reward. Thanks for making it. Thanks for using it. That's exactly what we made Circuit Playground Express for. Um, for kids, especially, or people who are beginners, who are their first experience programming and making, you can use MakeCode for drag and drop programming if this is your first experience, or if you just want to get started really fast, because MakeCode is like really fast to get started with. Just drag and drop some stuff, boom. You got interrupts going, you've got sound going, you got lights going. And then for the more experienced people, Circuit Python, you want to do some typing. And then for the really advanced people, Arduino, and then you can take it from there into like Golang or Rust or, you know, Embed or whatever you want to do. Zephyr, you can even run that. Okay. Uh, time travel. We've got a couple things that came in mm -hmm. this week. Uh, this week, I'm, I'm going to call this, I think this is a trend and it's a first. You got a thank you note for a pull request. It, well, it was a photo of a thank you note, but that counts. Yeah, it says, thank you for inspiration, pure awesome. Um, we are what we celebrate. But you, the person said, thanks for merging my pull requests upstream. That's right. They and did a great pull request. It passed Travis. I'm loving it. I was like, this is a nice pull request. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm putting I this in the time travel because I'm, I'm going to go look back. <laughs> I'm going to look back and say this. This, this was, was a high point. <laughs> this was the first and only time that someone was nice on GitHub. No. Um, so we have a really good community, you know, in CircuitPython world and GitHub. But occasionally you have to like, you, you know, you venture out into other parts of, of GitHub. And it's yeah. just like terrible. And I kind of want to fix it. But it's just going to take a while. Yeah. Um, so I'm working on this um, like GitHub for kids thing. Yeah. Um, but it's not really for kids. Much like the Muppet Show wasn't actually for kids, and much like things for kids aren't actually for kids, they're they're kind of saying, "Hey, adults, like pay attention." It's more like you have to hang out with your kids and think about all the bad things you've done as an adult, and yeah. maybe like make the next generation better. But anyways, I thought that was cool that someone took the time to do that. Yeah. All, right. all right, sweet. Okay, um, Icon is coming up. And we're going to keep mentioning this until it's... Uh, we gave them a bunch of badges, right? We gave them badges and money. Okay. <laughs> we're, spo we're a sponsor. We're a sponsor. So it is April 26th and 27th in Chicago. Is it KiCad, KiCad? I don't know. Go there, find out, you and report go, back to us. You can go there and, and argue about it. Um, I think I think I've heard it is KiCad, is KiCon. KiCon? Yeah. All right. Okay. And then um, regular job boards, because I mentioned this in Circuit Python. Mm -hmm. um, job boards this week, um, jobs.adafruit.com. This is Embedded Software Engineer Accenture Mind Tribe. Oh. So they're looking for someone who uh, does microcontroller stuff. Uh, I follow their blog. It's a great blog. Yep. Turn stuff from prototype, work on production code, and exposure to mass production. They work for Accenture? Yep. Accenture.com. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. Interesting. I, th I thought it was its own startup. I guess they were... They merged. They were a, a, a small group inside of it. They're, they're really cool. Check out their blog if you haven't. It's um, really great content. 
Yeah. Oh, Scott says KitKat. See? That's the thing. I See, like Melissa says KitKat. KitKat. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. They got a new, uh, they got a new logo. Is it, if it's KitKat, I'm going to go with KitKat. I don't know. The logo doesn't give any hints. KitKat. KitKat? Yeah. And I remember I, I talked to someone who did stuff there because when we got permission for the badges, I said, is it KiCad, KiCad? And they said KiCad. But I'll go with KiCad. That's fine. Erstel said KiCad. <laughs> That's my favorite. Just skip the whole vowel completely. I'm, I'm going to say KiCad from now on. KiCad. I'm going with KiCad. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, open source hardware. I got some, uh, some open source hardware news, and then we're going to do the learn guides. We're an open source hardware company. Okay. SparkFun has another Feather format device, yeah. and they have um, Feather headers. DMX, it's a good idea. I don't have any DMX So stuff. one of the things that we like to do is when our formats, our open formats like Feather is out there, or something like CircuitPython, we're always cool celebrating everyone who does something. So we added this to our boards list in Feather, and then we did a blog post because we're seeing Feather more and more places and it's because we do open source. Feather is an hardware. open standard. I have a I have a document. If you're interested in making stuff Feather compatible, go for it. Like seriously, like I I just made it because I was personally wanting something like it. Um, check out the standard. If you follow it, you'll be able to have it be cross compatible with all the existing Feather boards, which I think is pretty cool. And um, you got like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. We've got Linux boards now that are Feather shaped. So yeah. there's a really wide variety. As long as you basically stick to the format, the three volt logic and the pins in the right places, you're good to go. Yeah, and we're gonna see Zach from Particle soon. They moved to the Feather format. Yep. So this is all working out. Yes. This is all working out. And, and JP, he he mentioned that he's gonna be doing a Maker Fair um, keynote. Mm -hmm. And his whole thing is he's gonna talk about how sharing makes you a better maker. And we were running out of time on show and tell, so I, I wasn't gonna I was gonna try not to mess up this quote, but it's it's the quote that like when you when you light another candle with does a not diminish flame. It, yeah. it doesn't diminish the original candle. It just makes another light and it gets brighter for all. Yeah. And I think that's the way that we've approached it. So when we see like, oh wow, TI has CircuitPython on a calculator. We're like, oh my God, that's so great. We don't have to do that now. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, like, I would never say like, I can't believe you did that without asking me. I'm like, this yeah. is cool. And then when we see boards that run CircuitPython, we're like, oh great. Like that's something, like there's lots of things that we're not going to get to. Like we didn't, we didn't get to this yet. We want to do some some things like this. We didn't get to it yet. And we're probably going to do it. And it'll probably be a little different. But the fact that someone could take the work that we've done and then carry forward, that's really good. So anyways, yay Feather format. Good work. So that's that's our that's our open source hardware news for the week. Um, we have 1,816 guides. Okay. Um, yeah. This week we had um, a really cool musical glove. I think it's by Kathy. Oh, could you mind making it? I can't remember the name of the person who... Um, oh, yeah. Yes, it is Kat. Sorry, I just want to make sure. It's Kathy. Um, she actually did a book about how to make a musical glove a couple years ago, I think. And uh, so she rebuilt that project with the Circuit Playground Express here. And it's kind of like the mini Moo glove, um, but it's like not with a micro bit. Um, you attach it to a glove with some Velcro, and as you as you turn your hand, it makes different like uh, tones and, and chords. Um, we got two breakout guides Katni wrote up for us. It's the Adafruit BMP388. Position barometric pressure sensor. We actually forgot to do a guide for this, so uh, we have one now. Um, so if you're using it with CircuitPython or Raspberry Pi or Arduino, you are good to go. Just follow the guide. 
we've got the uh, Vemmel 7700 ambient light sensor as well. Um, that's also another project. Uh, this was a board that Katni designed. Um, so we've got all the code in Arduino and CircuitPython and Raspberry Pi for that. We've got Erin Steven Universe cosplay shirt and gem. Uh, we, she talked about that. We have a little video we'll show uh, afterwards. So if you're wondering what this is, stay tuned. Um, we got two cool projects with the Pi Portal from Brent. One is a, a data logging IoT scale. So we took an off-the-shelf uh, postal scale, soldered some wires into it to get the data out, and then hooked it up to a Pi Portal. And we have a library that reads the data from the scale and then uploads it to Adafruit.io. So you can have a, a data logging scale, which is actually not an easy thing to do, by the way. Like it's a it's a it's a difficult project. Um, to do inexpensively because um, scales that have like any kind of data out connection are usually like a hundred bucks or more. The scale's only like twenty dollars, and then uh, especially adding IoT is very difficult. Um, so he, uh, you know, is showing like if you want to track, for example, um, you have a, a bag of or a bucket of cat food, uh, or you have like a lot of dogs, and you want to make sure that what, you know before the weight of the um, uh, box gets under five pounds, you order more. Um, so this would could be like an IoT project that alerts you, or um, you know beehives. That's another project I've seen. People want to know the weight of the beehive, um, and it fluctuates a lot. And then when it gets to a certain level, they know okay, time to, to get the honey out um, and and get the bees ready to make more honey. Uh, so there's a couple of projects where you want to have weight um, that's logged out online. So this is a good guide that. So you had to do that with a 10 pound or 25 pound scale. And of course it's, it's adaptable for larger scales as well. Um, we also have a pipe portal IOT weather station. So this is taking an anemometer, wee little anemometer spins around and uh, barometric pressure sensor, temperature sensor, UV sensor, all that stuff. The pipe portal all reads it in CircuitPython and uploads it to Adafruit IO as a group feed. So you can have like all this um, temperature data. We also have um, a light up paper uh, mache dragon with NeoPixels, we have a video coming next week for that. Um, but check out the guide, it's, it's beautiful, it uses an ostrich eggs and it's a circuit playground express with capacitive touch and NeoPixels that glow. And um, did a really cool trick for the spines of the dragon. Um, it's hot glue that she molded into these spines and they, she dotted the NeoPixel strip. But so it, it, she says it works great and it has a beautiful effect. And it's just hot glue. And um, from Known Pedro, they did a little uh, 3D printed um, uh, E-ink feather wing uh, stand for your desk. Yeah, we'll have a video for that soon. Okay, so and check out this, this yeah, glove. Yeah, here's the glove. Here is the Steven Universe um, cosplay shirt and more from her.
Right. Belly dancing, Steven Universe to be Aaron. That's right. Steven Universe has a movie coming out in the fall. You should wear this. So it's to, a big deal. To oh, in so the blind. like you know, we I think we caught the wave at the right time. Circuit yeah. uh, Circuit Playground was made. Make Code came along. Cartoon Network chatted with Adafruit, and yeah. we're, we're able to do these projects with Cartoon Network. Yay! So I think a lot of people are going to dress up. Yes, this is, this so is, now they have projects to do. This is official. Yeah, we got a bunch of different projects from, uh, like, I think we have like a Garnet, yeah. like a Pearl Sword, and we have, like, Garnet's Gauntlets uh, to a Steven Universe gem. So a lot of okay. fun projects you can build. IO News. Um, you know, we do this thing called Hug Reports. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just because instead of bug reports, we don't actually hug or anything. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's so, a psychological hug. Yeah. It's and like so, that thank you note. Yeah, the, it is. Commit. But it's better than saying, because, uh, you know, when you do a lot of software development, it's all bugs. It's like, oh, it's never going to It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And uh, so it's, it's all kind of bad news. But yeah. we do hug reports. So a hug report to Brent. Um, Brent is starting um, probably a, an, IO, an Adafruit IO newsletter. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff going on. Well, he's doing a lot of and, stuff, too. And if I didn't have to... Because I'd have another job. I'd have to do Adafruit. Yeah, you have to run this thing. I have to run this Adafruit thing. And I wish I had more time to write because that would be one of the newsletters I would want to write. But right now I'm like on Circuit Python and Python on hardware stuff. And it's like 5,000 words a week. No, you're writing like a it, magazine it's, every it's week. It's coming up. Yeah. but there's, and, I, and I always feel like we're missing out on stuff. But Brent is starting up um, a monthly post. And then that'll turn into a newsletter. So here's just some of the news. Okay. I want to get through this. Um, here's some stats. Uh, Adafruit I.O., we have, um, I'm just going to round up because it's it's a little bit more than it is right now. It's about 16,000 active users. Mm. 16,000 act, active users. And we have um, 500 plus um, Adafruit uh, plus subscribers, people who have the gear pass or they're doing the monthly thing. Yay. Um, we added more things to the subscription model. Um, we don't have investors. We don't, we're not selling you, we're not trying to get all eyeballs. Um, when you do a pro account, it's paying for the service. We're not trying to like do a growth hack thing and then like selling yeah. it off. It's like this is it. Yep. Um, what she? What you get? Brent posted up the sneak peek, the new Adafruit IO API docs. Uh, API docs. Take a look at that. Um, we have the Adafruit IO Zapier integration now in early access. Um, for a really long time, I, I like these automation tools. So I use if then this app, but I like Zapier quite a bit. Mm, it is. You, you yeah. can do. You can do more programming like manipulation with your data. So for IO, it's it pairs nicely. Yes, if this is a little bit simpler, um, yeah. and it's meant for like off the shelf hardware that you like buy and you're like, okay, yeah. I wanna integrate it. Zapier's like, you're okay with doing some massaging of the data to get more powerful stuff. We have our All of the Internet Things episode four, Adafruit IO just posted. Um, we have our Powered by Adafruit IO projects from the community. You can see all those, monitor garage door with the Feather Huzzah and Adafruit IO. I will tell you the number one project that people always ask us about or tell us about is I forgot to close my garage, garage door when door, I left. Garage door that's all, They're like, that's all, I will learn anything, I will do anything, I just want to know if I left my garage door open when I left. That and beehives. Nope, didn't hear that oh, one as really? much. <laughs> no, it's a garage door one. Okay, that's true. Garage door and then followed by, oh, I just want to know if my basement flooded. And these are all easy projects too. Now. That is a, that is well. We watched that video last night. And that's basically like the entire TV show. Was yeah, like, yeah. There was prepping. a lot. There was a lot of people preparing. Preparing and like garage flooding, and I yeah. want to know and like my home and my yeah. castle. Um, IoT office door using Pi Portal and blood glu glucose that we already talked about, and then the Google Assistant based appliance control using ESP32 and Adafruit IO. Um, Adafruit IO powered. PowerPoint slide controller, uh, meeting forecasts, and more. Now you're probably wondering, 
why is it that Adafruit I.O. works with all these devices? Because we built it that way. You don't have to use Adafruit hardware with it if you don't want you to. You don't lock you down. You can use anything that has yeah. REST or MQTT. These are totally open standards. And it's like, we make it really easy. Like, there's no bearer certificates. There's no self-signed certificates required. Yeah. Um, for that, you know, you can always go to Azure or Google Cloud. Like, they'll provide that. But for most people's projects, um, you can do SSL. You have your yeah. key. You have your password. And um, you just have MQTT arrest endpoints. So uh, since uh, Brent's in the chat, Brent, good work on this. Trust me, I know what it's like to, w to work on a giant summary of all the things that's going on because you have to know all about it then you have to write about it and you have to make sure that there's things for people to do yeah. and when you read this it's like okay this is all this stuff that is new for io this is all stuff that people are doing i want to do this where do i go next and that it's the call to action as they say in the biz so good work on this um blog post which is also very newsletter like yeah print. and anytime we do a newsletter we also post it up as a blog post too so you know even if you don't want to have a newsletter you can get it as a blog post. True. So everyone in the chat, uh, give Brent one of the emojis that mean you like him. Yay. Okay. Um, next up is Adabox. Um, we have the video that we're going to be doing with JP next week. Next week. APM. Right now, you'd be watching JP. We'll be there in the chat um, answering questions, helping people, discussing yeah. stuff. So uh, if you have an Adabox, you want to hang out at the Unbox, and you have already unboxed it. It's a good time. Hang yep. out with your friends, your Adabox pals. It's part of the community. Um, we do this only four times a year, so come on by. In New York City, here is some factory footage. Bleep bloop.
And like always, we have a nice view. Well, that's a nice sunset. Outside the picking places. Okay, 3D printing, Don Pedro, 3D printing up a bunch of stuff. Eating today. Eating feather wings. Yeah, we have. Uh, if you stick around for the not out yet, we're going to talk a bunch about e-ink. Yeah, there's so more e-ink to come. Let's just, um, let's start the e-ink appetizer. Okay. With this video. I, I, petite bouche. Yum. Yum. Okay, and then we have a speed up. Okay. It's a dragon. Wow. every Wednesday hang out Snow and Pedro yes. this is where you learn how to make all this stuff yeah or just have fun with your 3D printer like you got one and you want to make stuff you want to 3D print things and yeah, you got a 3D printer and you're like I'm totally going to do a bunch of stuff but and then, then you never like, did yeah. you're like yeah go now ahead you can. Yeah, you now you can do but now you can do cool stuff like that um, Wheelie Neat Dragon or some of the projects like the stands people really like those stands yeah okay um, before we go over to new products code is monochrome monochrome Okay. Not polychrome. No. Okay. I 
think we won't get a cease and desist for that. Oh, no. Speaking of, I got to... I, I know. I'm, I should have done that song. I'm dealing with a cease and desist mm -hmm. from Germany because Germany has really weird copyright laws. So if something could be public domain and okay in the U.S. and not, not in Germany. So I have to deal with that now. Anyways, oh. long story. Okay. okay. In the store, um, we have the Adabox 11s. So we've shipped them all out. And uh, here's one of the ones we have left over. So we have a couple in stock. Uh, if you haven't unboxed your Adabox, uh, turn away, close, close your eyes and cover your ears. But it comes with a Pi Portal um, with ADT 7410 from Analog Devices uh, and DigiKey sponsored this. It's really cool graphics. It's very space themed. We wanted to go with like, it's Pi Portal, but there's also space. It comes with an enclosure you can put on your desk um, and a, tw a two meter long cable. Um, so if you've been interested in Adabox, maybe you missed this one or maybe you really liked it and you want to give it as a gift, comes in a nice gift box ready to go. Uh, it has everything you need to start making your own IoT devices. Okay. Monochrome time. Woo! We have... How's the code? Yeah, we have some ink displays that are monochrome. This one is just, it's just a loop, but it shows you actually how fast the up, uh, display updates. Um, so we have tricolor displays and now we have monochrome. And they're about the same price. You're like, well, why would I ever get the monochrome when I could get three colors for the same price? Well, these are a higher resolution. So they're, I think, like 30% more pixels. They're higher res than the tricolor. And they update a lot faster. So um, if you don't need that extra red spot color, also another thing is they don't have that pinkish hue, which the red, um, the red dye always kind of makes the display a little pinkish. Um, but the monochrome one, it's very crisp and clear, and again, it's much higher resolution. I think it's 150 by 122 pixels instead of like 104 by 122. So it is um, a nicer display. You get more pixels on it. But just like the Featherwing before, um, it comes with an SD card on the back and some SRAM. So um, the eight kilobytes of display data or whatever it is, 6K, um, you don't have to store that in RAM. You do have to write the display all at once. Um, so what we do is we have an SRAM chip that you can write all your pixel data too, and it buffers it for you. So you can use this display even with an Atmega 3, you know, 324, 328, or even an M0 where maybe you don't want to use all your RAM, or CircuitPython where, again, you don't have a ton of RAM left over from frame buffer. Um, you can still do all the font and graphic stuff that you'd like, um, but without having to uh, lose all that RAM to a frame buffer. Okay, and we also have other ones. Oh, can you just show the back real fast? Cause I, um, oh, you want to show the back? Yeah. So you plug a feather wing in um, to your display. There's a big reset button and an SD card that you can use to store fonts or files, whatever you like. And yeah, you just plug any feather wing into it. And then um, we also have a 1.54 inch e-ink monochrome display. Likewise, it's also higher resolution. Instead of 150 by 150, it's 200 by 200. Um, so it's a higher resolution display. It's monochrome, also updates faster. Um, this one's a breakout, so you can use it with any board. It comes with level shifting, so you can use it with three or five volt logic. It has an SRAM chip, again, to buffer that entire display for you. And um, I have the demo here. Um, it's actually running CircuitPython. Give it a second, it, will, it's, it alternates between the display, and it, so you can see, you can see a faint image, but there you go. So you see how fast it updates. It updates only like a second or two. Um, compared to the tricolor, getting that red yeah. Uh, color to display um, takes a lot of time. It takes like 16 seconds, whereas um, the monochrome displays update much, much faster. So this is an itsy bitsy M4 um, running it. You see a little bit of a ghost image. 
If you want, just um, refresh it twice, and it'll, it'll get that ghost image uh, to go away. I was just, it'll rush, so I only did one refresh. But um, yeah, updates really fast, and of course, you know, it's low power, you can unplug it. Oh, I did it right in the middle of the refresh. But That's cool. uh, Yeah, so I got it right in the middle, but if it wasn't, the image would stay. Yeah. Hold on, I'll plug it right back in. One of the start. things that I like as someone who gets to test these is when we use Circuit Python, it just shows up as a USB drive and you just drag your images over, which is way better than all the other ways of doing ink. Yeah, you can display um, bitmaps, you have bitmap code, and of course, uh, we'll be working on adding like all font support. In Arduino, it's, it's supported by GFX, which has a bunch of fonts. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to show this off again, or are you done with this? I have this, yeah, oh, hold on. Okay. I have to move fast. You wanted to show this before. So. Yeah, so there you go. If you, if you unplug it fast enough, you know, it, it stays on. It's it's bi-stable. Okay. It's pretty cool. And... Yeah, light, but monochromatic. Yeah, okay. Let's do a fast recap, right? Okay. New, 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 new. We got the Adobox 11 in, uh, Pi Portal Space Theme. You get a Pi Portal SM51 with a 3.2-inch display and Wi-Fi and SD card. Um, it's like a super jam-packed and uh, two-meter-long blinky cable and a case. So it's a great gift. Or if you want to get started with Pi Portal, we have an update to our 2.13-inch Featherwing. This time it's uh, monochrome. It's a tricolor. It's also higher resolution than the tricolor. So that's a nice uh, bonus. It's 250 by 120 pixels. So you get more pixels. Um, and we also have an update to the 1.4 inch, 5.4 inch e-ink breakout, also higher res, 200 by 200 instead of 150 by 150. Both of these come with an SRAM backup, so you don't have to buffer the display. Uh, the breakout has uh, level shifting, and both have an SD card slot. The end. All right. So don't forget, uh, monochrome is the code that will save you 10% off. Um, we have some top secret. I do. Yeah, we have top secret here and then we also have some images so want to show the video while I grab them yeah so okay. I'm gonna show this we, we filmed this briefly and it was it's just 45 seconds of this is a miniature version of desk of lady Ada. the reason one of the reasons we haven't been able to do desk of lady Ada is because there was a giant flood thing and we don't really live in a normal apartment now it's um it's kind of a disaster area that humans shouldn't live in so we can't really like pieces of ceiling fall down it'll be fixed eventually um that's uh, apartment life in new york sometimes so uh that's why there's this one little area where we can kind of still do some things anyways here's the here's the video what is this hey it's an e-ink party all up in here on april 1st i got all these e-ink displays from the tiniest little flexible one always this massive 4.2 inch one and i'm getting the code working on my itsy bitsy m4 uh, using Blinka, using CircuitPython. This weekend, I wrote up drivers for all these chipsets and also tested out this e-ink shield, which you can see right here. It's got buttons, a tricolor display. Right now, it's actually getting quotes from uh, Adafruit.com using the new Wi-Fi-enabled Metro M4 airlift. So it's just all e-ink all the time here. All Blinka. Okay, so you have you have all of these out here. All right, yeah, I thought I could I could show them off. Okay. So we got the the cool flexible yeah um, e-ink display. So those are good. So this is yep. a large flexi. So you could like make a you know a bracelet or something. That's right. And I got some 
uh, 2.9 inch displays and then 2.7 and then that monochrome high rev one and then i didn't bring the 4.2 inch i forgot it because it's just so big but yeah. we got the 4.2 inch and then this and, is then what do you got there oh it's updating right now so this is the e-ink shield so you can see how long the tri-color displays take to update it says what i cannot create i do not understand by richard feynman so this is the e-ink shield um, so it's a 2.7 inch display with, you get five buttons and the buttons don't do anything on this demo. Um, this is getting quotes from our online quote server. And this is the prototype of the Metro, um, M4 airlift. So it's a Metro M4, 7051 has a crypto chip if you'd like. And, uh, ESP32, uh, Wi-Fi coprocessor for, uh, connecting the internet. So it works with CircuitPython or Arduino, just like the Pi portal does exact same code base. So I can reset that. And then I've got the um, airlift PCBs. So this is an ESP coprocessor. And I got that cute gold box. The, the lift is in a reverse mask, so it's got that gold yeah. shine through. So here is the PCBs of the e-ink. That's the ink shield. Yeah, that's done. Yeah. And then here is the feather airlift. The feather airlift. So it'll be a little ESP coprocessor. Yeah. And then we showed these last week. These are um, the Metro M4 Airlift and Airlift Lite. Yeah. And uh, here's some bigger versions. So that's the nice silkscreen version of yeah. what I just showed. And but, like, look good looking. <laughs> we added this to circuitpython.org slash downloads um, because it has a spot for it, and it's pretty easy to figure out what we're working on. So this is the Pi badge, and uh, these are some... It does exactly what you think. It's, yeah. it's a Pi badge. It's a badge, and it's a, it's a gaming thing. Okay. okay. That is uh, top secret. Okay. Whew. That's very okay. secretive. Yeah, let's uh, answer some questions. I have some lined up. Sure. Hit me. We what do that at adafruit.it uh, adafruit slash discord. Um, I'll answer these from the ones at the bottom. Um, Gus wanted to know, was a uh, Adafruit IO year pass included in the box? Yeah, make sure it wasn't slipped under. It's uh, super skinny. Underneath, because it's a, it's a beautiful looking card. It's that very looks like, thin. That looks like this. But if you didn't get it, uh, email support at adafruit.com and they'll send you out a replacement card if you didn't. Um, Could have slipped But out. it's very thin and it's, it sometimes yeah. slips between okay. the tissues. Uh, question, is there library support for the partial less blinky updates on the monochrome e-paper displays? Not yet, but um, if you are interested in helping, uh, the, the, the code isn't too tough to write. I just wanted to start with getting the full updates working because if that works, then you know it's, it's not too hard to add partial. Um, but you know, you'd have to figure out like, do you always want to do partial updates or like, cause you know, you only really have display and then do you tell the coordinates? Um, so you'd have to do, um, dirty rectangle tracking. So you only update the sections that have been updated. Okay. Uh, or refresh the parts that have been updated. Someone decided to text me a question about CircuitPython. Well, um, that's, they should join the show. Um, okay. Next up, uh, I have a 3D resin printer, and I want to print my own breadboards. Mm. Where where can I find the rails that go inside the breadboard? Ooh. I've looked everywhere online for them and cannot find them. I'm not sure what they're actually called. I know you're talking about, and I don't know that you can buy them. I've never seen them available for purchase. Um, you might have to get an existing breadboard. I, I don't know. That's a very... Um, yeah, it's a weird question, but I know you're talking about the little spring clips. 
Yeah, you also bend your own. I mean, it's just sheet metal, and you just you know bend it into like a like a grippy shape. But yeah, sorry, I, I don't think you can buy them easily. Okay. I have a friend with a breadboard factory. Slip you some. Next, uh, thank you for the answer. Double check. Okay. What does Adafruit use to get its quotes on the website? Would like to do the same for my website. Um, I found them. Yeah, we just put them up. Is it? Yeah. It's at one gigantic JSON file. Adafruit.com/quotes. You can check them out, and they're all there. And in our quotes demo, there is a JSON file. And yeah. If you want to make your own service, I think WordPress has plugins to do stuff like There's this. There's lots of quote services. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think that's going to be it. I think Eric had one in the chat that scrolled away. I can't find it. Mm. Oh, does the display get affected by a magnet? An no. display? No. No, okay. it's not magnetic particles. They're they're electrostatic um, particles. I mean, I don't think that if you have a magnetic back and forth really fast, you might eventually mess it up, but it's not going to be affected by a magnet normally. Okay. And I think that's going to be it for questions, unless oh. other people have questions. Do, do, do. That's a good question time. Yeah, we agreed it's KiCad now. KiCad? Yeah. I like KiCad. <laughs> you just skip, you just skip the line. Because, <laughs> you know, I think I'll remember that better, too. KiCad. Also, it makes it easier for me because the, the keyhole logo for the open source. For open source, because I have a whole thing with that. Yeah. Oh, can you dim the Pi Portal? Yes. There's a backlight. You can dim it. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, Eric had one. Uh, I think that was the one I was thinking of. Uh, it, was, it was about whether the Feather M0 Bluefruit is supported by Circuit Python, the non-express one. It is, but not well. You can check out, um, JP did a guide on making a Bluefruit money doll. And we use the Bluefruit M0 Express, so you, you, the non-express. You can do it, it's just not, it doesn't have a big future because we're going to be working on the NRF52840 more. But you can use it. Okay, what do you want to give away this week? We need to give away an box. Really? Yeah. That's, that's a lot. I know, but it's already in a box. It right. makes it really easy for you. Yeah. All right. Just a box. Oh, I can, uh, I'll answer the next question while we're doing this. Um, will the pie porters ever go back and start? Yeah. We do, but boy, we sell, <laughs> uh, we sell them out fast. Once people stop buying them. It's now, it's now turning into my, my sec, one of my second favorite quotes about, you know, like stuff being, like no one goes to the Apple store. It's always too busy. Yeah. Like, no, one, no one's buying pie portals or always out of stock. stock. I know. So we put them in, and they, they evaporate They evaporate. Right the, the, hot like the, cake, yeah. the hot cake factory now refers to hot cakes as pie portals. So we made something kind of fun. And we, we sold a couple. We, we put in a couple hundred at a time, and they sell through yeah, very and, fast. and it's fine. This, is, this, has happened to, this happens in the beginning of a product line. We don't take back orders for good reasons because that's never, it never works out. Ask anyone who works for an e-commerce company about back orders. It doesn't work. Um, so we'd rather just notify you when we actually have them, so when you order it, it ships. Okay. So, okay. Uh, anyhow. I got the phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a cat. How do you want to give this away? The first person to call this phone number and answer the three magical questions will win the Adabox 11. If you have one, you can get another one, but you've won something before on this show you can't win again. Only one winner per my show on this lifetime. Um, when you call up, I'm going to say, Ahoy, Ahoy, and I'm going to ask you your name. We're calling from and a project you're working on or you want to work on, and you have to answer those questions 
and then we'll send you data box. So it's free stuff. We'll send it anywhere in the world. Call this phone. Yeah. It's gonna ring twice. I'm gonna say ahoy ahoy. And then yeah, I'll uh, recap one of the scripts. So the correction: Can you demo pipe portal screen? Yeah, you you can do that. You can demo screen. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have example code for it quite yet. I think the image reader library does the dimming. It does. In There's maybe set set backlight is the command. But you definitely can do it. I mean, like we we've, we've we've done it before. Yeah. Oh. oh, someone's gonna win this uh, this data box. Okay. All right. Cool. Has to ring one more time. Yeah. Okay. Ahoy ahoy. Ahoy ahoy. Ahoy ahoy. Hello. Hello. Please turn down your computer audio. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you won. Hi. Hi. I'm from Ohio. Hi. Sorry, what's your name again? My name is Sam. My name is Joseph. Hi. Hi, Sam from Ohio. Well, congratulations. Um, you were able to turn down your computer audio and answer the two questions. So you've won an Ada Box uh, 11. Congratulations. We're going to send that to you for free. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com and say, hey, it's Sam from Ohio. I want a product number 4061. Yep, and they'll send that out to you. So, Sam from Ohio, what's the project you're working on or you want to work on? I am working on it right now. It's uh, Adafruit I.O. And it's just different uh, sensors in the house, like motion and, uh, you know, other type of sensors. So I know what's going on in the house. Yeah, well, add a, a Pi portal. You can have it uh, display the data from Adafruit I.O. You can use it as a control panel for your house. So that can be kind of neat. Well, I can't wait to see what you do with it. Um, so don't forget to email support at Adafruit, and we'll send you out that free stuff. And then uh, come by on the show and tell us sometime and show us off your Internet of Things house, because that sounds awesome. All right. Very good. All right. Well, thanks, Thank Sam. You. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night. Okay. okay. Success. Good, good prize. Thanks, Sam from Ohio. Okay. Well, that was our show for tonight. Yes. Thank you, everybody. It was a pleasure. Yeah. We have we had three shows today because we did the hack chat for an hour. Yeah. We did show. We had actually another show at four, and then the internal show. We had show and tell, and then this. So if yeah, you if you like it was a long day. If you're like, <laughs> wow, those people look really tired. Like they're the tiredest goths, and like I would really like to make them a little happy. Why don't you pick up something from the Adafruit store so we can pay for all this? Yeah, it's a lot of work. Maybe. It's a lot of work. Um, but uh, we'll keep doing it. But we like to win. <laughs> yeah. Um, High portals for everyone. And yeah. then I'm going to work on these airlifts tonight. I'm going to yep. get the tester going. We got that going on. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks, folks. Uh, thank you to all of our uh, team members, uh, to cars in the Adafruit Slack, helping out behind the scenes. Thanks to all the Adafruit remote team members and more, all the folks that showed up on the show and tell. Thank you to all our Adafruit employees who keep this place going every single day. We will see everybody uh, next week on Show and Tell, but don't forget, JP is on the unboxing. That is next week. And that's also good because apparently we might get kicked out of our apartment because we have to get the construction thing because of the flood like thing Brazil. I was, that I was it's, talking about. They're going to tear Not the country Brazil, the no, movie no, Brazil. No, the movie. Yeah. And the country Brazil is like, oh, got beaches and like, no. oh, great food. No. No, absolutely not. 
This no, is totally no, seven twenty-seven B stroke six or whatever. Yeah, and there isn't like a friendly Robert De Niro character that comes in and fix our. Or dust. like a really cool lady with a truck. Nope. Nope. This is just totally hoses Brazil. and okay. forms and so insurance that, that's next adjusters. Week. So we probably wouldn't have been able to do a show anyway, because we have mm. to like do some stuff. No, right. I gotta vacate. Okay. Thanks, so everybody. So that's it. We'll see everybody next week. Here comes your moment of Zener. Good night. Bye. Brazil.